It's always the little tiny things, the details in life, that make you so emotional, so happy, or so stressed, so upset. Welcome back to Midnight O Two Season Two Episode One. This is your host Amy Chu. Midnight O Two is a podcast for those who cannot fall asleep at night and for those who love stories. Get comfortable and let's talk the night away. Hi guys, I'm back. Yeah, this is your host Amy, and today I would like to introduce a little bit more about what Season Two will be about. So, as you know, Season One was about people. I interviewed a lot of cool people doing acting and living passion, passionate lives, and chasing for what they want. And season two will be more about love in the time of the pandemic. I didn't expect that COVID nineteen will last this long, and there's still a lot of people who are suffering, having a hard time. So I decided. To collect some of the great things, silver linings that are happening in the time of the pandemic, hopefully, there are stories about self-love, love in between peers, love with career, love despite of hardships, and hopefully this could redefine love for you and also to give you a little bit hopes in this difficult time that we all face. So today. And the first episode is just me, and I like to share my personal stories with you. I will be telling you four things that I've learned in the time of the pandemic, and four things that I really didn't think about before COVID nineteen hit. So the first thing is that COVID has taught me to cherish time and to cherish life. This sounds very cheesy and sounds like an obvious thing. But then, I am currently twenty three, so I'm turn I'm turning twenty four soon, and I thought I was young and everything was going to be okay, and basically I felt like the future will be like smooth, and I'll eventually get the job I like, graduated, and everything will be okay. But I feel like this hit me different, hit me differently because I've learned that um. Every time from watching the news or just reading articles online in this time, to cherish time and to cherish especially time with my family and even with my dogs, you know. So for those who know me, I was in Seattle for、um, the beginning, beginning of this year, and my parents called me and they. Convinced me to go back to Taiwan, which is where they live, for a while, just to be with them because they saw how dangerous it was back then in the states, and they thought they want to better take care of me in Taiwan. So, and eventually I did come back. That's where I am right now. I'm in Taiwan, and before this, I was always not home. So I used to come back to Taiwan like once or twice a year, and every time I visited Taiwan, it felt like home, but not home. Like I could only I could only stay for three weeks or maximum a month 
or so. So I could never have time to be with my parents and my sibling and my dogs, of course. So this time that like I came back for such a long time, I was back in late March, early April till right now and probably gonna stay here for a, a little bit longer than I expected. But though it's not my regular daily routine, but I was grateful that I was able to spend this amount of time with my parents. I should tell them this. <laughs> but you know, sometimes I'm too shy to tell them that I'm thankful that I get to spend time and just not really going anywhere either, just staying at home and eating every meal with them. So at one point, I moved out of my house, moved out of of my you know family, and I went to the states, lived by myself. And my parents don't—they're not the type to call me every single day, but like text to make sure I'm alive, right? Like a lot of Asian parents. Well, they they don't like FaceTiming because they're busy with work and there's time difference usually. So it's really rare that I get to come back. So when I came back home, um, my parents would like prepare meals for me and the extra pair of chopsticks that are on the dining table just always makes me feel like, wow, there are so many things that I've missed when the time, like over the years that I lived outside of the house and just there are so many things that I missed and you might think that internet is so convenient convenient that it could solve everything but I learned and realized that nothing, nothing beats like physical actually meeting each other in person and my parents are never the type to say anything they never said like oh, I love you, stuff like that, <laughs> like over the phone. They would just be like, okay, take care, have fun, things like that. So it's really nice I get to spend time with them when I'm back in Taiwan, yeah. <laughs> also, I notice how my parents are getting older and older. This makes me really sad that they're different from how I imagined them to be when I'm in Seattle. I just thought that, oh, they still look healthy, like walk well, they eat well. But then when I'm back in Taiwan, I realized that, oh, over the so many time, so many years that I've gone, and I could never really notice that, oh, they can't walk really fast anymore and they need to um, wear the things. How do you say those things? Like the supporter that, make their back go straight and they take like medicine and stuff like that there's just so many things that they probably didn't tell me because they probably thought i would be worried but they're getting old and i am since i'm growing up right so i'm becoming an adult and just seeing the process and living through daily life months over months meals over meals making me see that how important it is to cherish family members although sometimes you might be in conflicts with each other due to different perspectives but that's what I've learned and honestly I'm going to be honest with you because at first when I moved back it was temporarily moving back it was pretty difficult because I'm used to living by myself so basically having 24 hours all by myself I get to control what 
time I want to do what thing and organize my work, work remotely and have meetings at midnight to match the U.S. time, stuff like that. Um, but my parents, they were always like worried or like, why do you have your door closed? Like they, they're so happy that I'm back and they wanted more communication with me. And at first it was pressuring, but then me seeing so many people losing like love of their life just makes me appreciate and just be grateful for what I have. Just daily boring, so-called quote-unquote boring lives is what makes life life, right? That's what I realized. Now the first point was very long. <laughs> okay, second point. What COVID has taught me is to spend, learn to spend time with myself. So I'm here and a lot of my friends and people I love are in Seattle. So I have a lot of time by myself, especially during the nights I cannot sleep. Other than recording this podcast or writing, writing down ideas, I would just spend so many so much time by myself and sometimes my friends ask me aren't you not lonely do you don't you feel like you're alone and what are you going to do and what do you think how do you deal with those lonely hours because not every time that when you want to talk to people they're always there so there are so many times that I have to talk to myself either in my head or just do something that makes myself feel happy. And as I grow older, I realized understanding oneself is really important. It will guide you to a better place. So by understanding yourself, spending time alone with yourself, it has taught me to better cope with the stressful times and understand what are your weaknesses and what are your strengths and to improve and to be better. I'm not really a positive person in general because I always think the worst situation at first. So when something bad happens, I could be okay with it. That was me most of the time. But then over this time of the pandemic, I realized I am stronger than I thought I could be. So when I miss my friends and people I love in the States, I write things down and I try to track my own thoughts and be conscious about the decisions that I make and be aware of the time on, like, be aware of the time I spend on either people or on the things that I do on a daily basis. I remember when I was in the States, I still used to um, eat alone, go to places alone. I once went to um, Disney by myself. Well, technically, my brother was there with me, but he was always at the stand eating hot dog, just waiting there for me. Because <laughs> I was relatively young. I was like 14, but my parents wanted him to go with me. Anyways, off topic. I got on all the rides by myself and took myself to restaurants, took myself to places I wanted. It's just that I realized how important it is to spend time with yourself. 
these days there's like hashtag like me time and a lot of I think they're relatively cringy contents, but I realize those are true because no one will be there from beginning to the end, life-wise. It's just you and you. So take care of yourself and take care of your body, which I'll talk about a little bit more later. For those who are still having difficulties eating by yourself or just taking yourself places. I would say it's okay. Take your time. It takes practices to be okay and to be comfortable by yourself, and to have the conscious mind that oh, people are not judging you because you are by yourself. It's really important.、Um, whenever I used to feel feel like oh ashamed of just I'm just by myself, like will people judge me? I would correct my own thought under that moment and. One easy trick I do is to imagine a delete or a backspace in your mind and just press it in your mind. Whatever, how many times it takes, however many times it takes to delete the bad thought, you know. And I also like to share something that I read the other day. It's something. It's a quote from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, unbelievable, right? I I realized Winnie the Pooh is for. Mm, it's for adults. When I grow up, like how the Little Princess sometimes could be for adults. So what I wanted to share is a short passage from Winnie the Pooh. Supposing a tree fell down, Pooh, when we were underneath it. Supposing it didn't, said Pooh. After careful thought, Piglet was comforted by this. So this short passage just really comforted me a lot of times. I worry about the what if, what if things go wrong, and I have to remind myself what if it won't go wrong, what if it's okay, things like that. Just I think it works when you're all by yourself, and sometimes you're scared of certain things, certain situations, and that's what I usually say to myself. And The third thing that COVID has taught me is that health is everything. Not just because I've been watching the news, seeing a lot of people are sick due to COVID, but also I've learned a lot by just spending time. You know, to the last point, that I learned to be aware of my own health situation. And when I'm back in Taiwan, I go take the health examination routine, and just to make sure that everything is okay. And sometimes I still feel so scared going to the hospital, draw blood, those kind of things. But I think it's important to be healthy as a responsible adult, because if your health goes down, it really hurts people who love you around you. Like you could probably think that, oh, honestly, I don't even want to live that long. I know some people in our generation think that way because they know, and they think that working hard doesn't make you go anywhere. It's really sad because I used to feel that way, but now I want to cherish myself and my own body just because I I don't want to disappoint the people that love me. And I wish we would had 
better healthcare system in the states. Honestly, that's also one of the reasons why I came back temporarily. Yeah, because my parents were pretty worried about me getting sick. And there's this quote that I've always been thinking. It says that when there is like one million, that's the number one million, and the one in the beginning of the one million represents your health, and the zero 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 that comes after the number is your career achievement, relationship status, power status, social status, those kind of things. So when you get rid of the one in the beginning, then all the zeros after it just don't count anymore. And I thought that's really wise and it's really important. So I always remember that. And the last point, last but not least, I like to share what COVID has taught me is to do what you love, but you have to be responsible, and to be a responsible. Adult. So, as many of you know, I started doing a lot of different things, and there are some close friends that are asking me, be like, "Oh my God, why are you doing so many things? Are you crazy?、Um, why do you need to do this and do that? Why can't you just stick with one?" And I always answer them that because they make me. Who I am, and I like myself when I'm doing these things. I generally need these things to satisfy me as a living person. Like they make me feel alive. And to someone who's been so depressed before, making myself feel alive is my priority. So I tried so many different methods and ways. Spend so much. Time and many years finding what I really like, and I was at first very frustrated whenever I tried something for years, and I realized it really made me miserable, and I had to give myself the courage to walk away from it, as if walking from a you know destructive relationship, and those took time, and I had to be really honest with myself, despite of other people. So I've gone through different career paths,、um, internships, and different non-traditional routes. Especially as an Asian girl, when all your friends are doing one thing, they just had their eyes on one thing from the very beginning, and you get pressure from basically everyone, from your peers to your close friends to your basically family and. I question myself sometimes: Is it worth it? But then, in the middle of the night, when you're all by yourself, you know, like when you look into the mirror, if the person is happy or not. Like it does tell a lot. And when I learned that mental connects with physical, and if you're mentally healthy, you could be physically healthy too. So that's really important. And I realized. Also, this is a thought of mine that I recently came across. You never know what's gonna happen next second, and if you die tomorrow or next hour, what would be your regrets? I was kind of jokingly asking these questions with my, talking about these questions with my friends, and 
there was my answer, you know, to not do this, not accomplish those. So that's why recently I started a YouTube channel, and I uploaded a teaser as well as a cooking video, a baking video. And my friends were like, "Wait, I thought you're a writer. Are you going to be a YouTuber? Why are you doing so many things? You have podcast, you have writing, and now you have a YouTube. What do, What do you want, man?" Whenever I hear someone has their YouTube channel, I just thought that, "Oh my God, that is so cool. I wish I could have that." And then I was like, "Wait a second. I wish I could have that. Then why can't I?" It's not like it takes a huge amount of money to do it. So then I filmed everything by myself, edited it, and uploaded it without thinking too much. I realized when I plan some things, a lot of times it just doesn't work out. So before I overthink to stop my own thought, I just let my actions say take over at first. And I do this when it comes to career related, but when it comes to、um, relationships with people, I do the opposite. So I try to be more careful on the decisions I make when it comes to relationships, like friendships or love or family matters. And I think this could be a process, like me getting old. But I just think that. When you're little, when a person is young, everybody tells you you can do all the things that you want. But suddenly you hit a magical age, and people judge you when you don't do the main thing that everyone else is doing. But I always tell myself I want to be the one that's doing something that's different. And it it's a longer route. Yeah, my boyfriend just told me that、uh, I don't disagree with what you're doing, but you're always taking the longer route. But there, I know there's nothing wrong with it. And I just told him, yeah, I'm not going to change. This is the path I've chose, and I want to be take. I want to take all the responsibilities that come with it. So, <laughs> cheers, yeah, to all the people who are chasing the difficult things that they want and. You know, just going through different stages in life, progressing, doing things that other people don't understand. I just want to tell you that you're not alone, and if you're still searching for what it is that really makes your daily boring life meaningful, then keep searching, keep looking for yourself. That's. I wish someone would have told me this when I was fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> well. Season two of the podcast will be just about these good things that come when it comes to difficult times. No matter if it's COVID or just sometimes the politics. I think twenty twenty sucks, but I believe there will always be that one boring, two boring things that keep you alive. Because I've learned that. It's always the little tiny things, the details in life, that make you so emotional, so happy, or so stressed, so upset. But it's always little details in life that keep you alive. Like, well, today's sunshine was great. The the shape of the cloud is reminds me of my dog. So I'm going to live through today. And another day is. Oh, today's lunch tastes good. Cool. I'm going to go through today. 
as well. And day by day, that's how you gain energy. And sometimes that's that's just what I want to collect in this series of season two. So I hope that you'll enjoy and you'll stay with me, listening through my journey and other people's stories. So it won't just be me talking. As always, I'll be inviting different people, and I'm also looking forward to hearing your stories. So if you want to talk or discuss anything with me, you could always email me at ahcpoetry@gmail.com. So today I've shared four silver linings that I've learned in my life about what COVID has taught me: cherish time and life, deal with lonely self. And health is everything. And do what you love and be responsible. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening to Midnight O Two. This is your host Amy Chu. And for more information, please visit ahcpoetry.com or go on my Instagram at ahcpoetry. And have a good night.